Hello everyone, I'm Alex Myron. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today we talk to the Backfires, a rock band from both sides of the Atlantic. The band likes to spend nights in, cozied up with a cup of tea, playing Catan. They became whole when Alex attended college in London and met Harry and Max, keeping in touch with Matt and the States until they brought him over to record with them. They recorded and re-recorded parts of their EP over the last few years and were finally able to release it in 2021. Their upcoming single, Reflections on My TV, will be released on November 4th. Without further ado, Blindsided by The Backfires.
backfires. We have the whole band here with us today. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast tonight. So to start, just tell us like a little bit about what you guys do outside of music, either individually or as a group. Is there anything in particular that you guys would consider hobbies or something that you're passionate outside of music? Then we've been watching, we've been playing a lot of Super Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for the new movie? We not, were just talking about that's Mario, not quite the same things. So. Oh, what uh, is the difference? I was like, there's a Super Smash Bros. movie coming out. What's the difference? Aren't they the same? Uh, a character in Smash Bros. But, anyways. Okay, well, my question still stands. Have you seen the trailer for it? Because we were just talking about it earlier. No, I've not seen it. I. Did you guys see that it was like a thing that was happening, like the Mario movie at all? No. Oh boy, you guys oh, no, are no, glad no. to have. I'm glad to have given you that. We gave you that information. We'll let you look at that Perfect. in your own time, whenever you feel comfortable doing that. Um, yeah. But you said uh, Smash Bros. So give me your mains. Who do we play? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh my main is Ness. I've played Ness for like a while. Mm. Yeah. All right. Oh wow. Axe <laughs> <laughs> Row kills that. Uh, I was doing Zelda for a hot second, and now I'm on the Link train. Big fan of the Zelda series. <laughs> Any particular Link or main? Uh, primary Link or Young Link. Not a fan of Toon Link. What about what about our other two? Where are we at? Um, the Kirby. You say Kirby? <laughs> That's one. He loves Kirby. Everyone loves. If you don't love Kirby, like. Oh, I, I picked up Mr. Game and Watch. This is like a really interesting like variety. <laughs> 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 who who normally wins? Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. In like a group setting, I feel like it depends. In a 1v1, I think I've played the longest by a lot. Yeah. So I think, I think, but they've been catching up recently. Like, I'm kind of scared to play with them now. Like, my ego, you know. That's yeah. what happens when you play with people better than you. You, you gotta just step the game up. Yeah. Slowly yeah. get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, do you guys... All sounds like a foreign language <laughs> to me. I have no idea. Mario. <laughs> yeah. You got Mario. You know he's there. Um, you guys play anything else in particular? I know, like, you said you kind of have been playing for a while, Matt. You've been playing, um, like, Smash Bros. Uh, is gaming something that, like, you're particularly into? Or is it mostly Smash Bros that yeah. we're focused on? I I, so I went to school for computer science. So I've been playing video games since I was like a real little kid with my older brothers. Um, I've just always been kind of fascinated with computers and game design and like how that, uh, I think that's why I kind of gravitate towards Smash because it's so like technical in some ways, but yeah. No other fighting games? No other like fighting games. Like I played like Halo, you know, like all the, the classics. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know? of course. What about the rest of you guys? Anything uh, other than games or like particular games other than Smash that really stand out for you? We played Monopoly the other day. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> Good. <laughs> did you guys play? I 
Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never playing that. <laughs> we, we, we play we play a good amount of Catan. Okay. Uh, we're all together. It's true. You know, we're like rockstar lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interview took a weird turn. <laughs> Here talking to the rock band, The Backfires. They like to sit indoors, yeah, cozy days, have a cup of tea, yeah. play some Catan. <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like it. <laughs> Been raining a lot lately. Thanks, yeah. Ian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And you know what? It's like getting to the perfect weather for for those yeah. days. No, it's good. And New York City, particularly right now, it's like last week. There's nothing going on. You know? <laughs> well, no, I, I was talking about the weather. I was talking about the weather. I was talking about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, we got. No, the last, the last, the last week and a half has just been. It's really fall has been in full swing. And today was like kind of warm. It was like six in the upper sixties, but last week and a half has been very New York fall. And so well, meteorologist on the team. <laughs> <laughs> upper sixties. Yeah. What else do we do? We don't. We, we, we I read. I, I read. We play a lot of music. To be fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we spend a lot of time, do, a lot of time just doing um, music. We drink. <laughs> um, Speak for yourself. I do a bit. <laughs> Harry goes to the gym so much that his credit card thinks it's spam when uh, he gets a gym membership each month. So, okay, wait, hold on a minute. (laughs) 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 Now, what do you mean you go so much that your credit card thinks it's spam? Is that like actually? He doesn't go. (laughs) No, he doesn't go. (laughs) And compared to his other purchases, the, 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 Card company says that Jim is maybe not the legitimate one. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy lifestyle. Beer distributor? So. Sure. Grocery store? I guess. Jim? Smoke shop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I love the picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Fred's guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Obviously, you guys play a lot of music together as a band. That is kind of a primary thing, I would assume. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, how you guys got started, either individually or you could tell us about uh, how the band started, however you guys want to go about that. Um, so Matt and I grew up in the D.C. area, uh, went to high school together. Um, and we started playing in bands together when we were like 16 or 17. Um, and then I went, when I went over to school in London for my first year of college, uh, in 2018 and I met Harry and Max there and, or Harry and Max and, uh, Matt and I had kind of, we went to Lollapalooza that summer and like, I'd seen a bunch of British acts and we're sort of talking about like, oh, going over and meeting, you know, people that. Actual British people people that, you know, like that genre of music, grew up playing that genre of music. Um, And so met them and then we started working together on songs and Matt and I were sort of still collaborating long distance via FaceTime at the time. And then we all kind of got together to record in 2019 um, and then like finished sort of recording what was our first EP at the beginning of 2020, just a couple months before COVID started. And then COVID happened and we were kind of separated for a year and a half because with border closures and everything. And 
these two guys being British and being American and not being to go to either country. Um, and then we finally got all together last October in London to record a couple of songs. Um, and then, uh, and that was like the first time we all saw each other in like a year and a half, which is pretty crazy, like in person. And then um, we've all been living together in New York City since this January. And so we've really been like properly doing it since January of this year, but like on paper been a band since. Yeah. So during that like year and a half that you guys were kind of separated, what was the process like for you guys? Were you still writing music? Were you still like working on production? What was kind of the workflow uh, for you in that period of time? Most of the time is spent probably writing songs on Zoom on acoustic guitars. Um, maybe like 200 songs. I don't think we play, maybe we play one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably more. Yeah, we definitely play more. And working with a producer on our EP remotely as well. Yeah. Um, everything just took so much longer though. Since, since, uh, yeah. We can't speak at the same time. We can't. Yeah, you can't play at the same time. Yeah, we did that. We, uh, we were listening to albums together like once a week and just sort of all picking like an album to listen to and then like talk about it on a Zoom call. And that was just kind of like a way to like all spend some time together <laughs> in a way. Develop our music taste at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's like show and tell, but albums. Yeah, so that was cool. So what albums were you picking? What ones were you listening to together? Oh, there were some shockers in there. <laughs> 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 what did you pick? You picked some howlers. Metallica's Black Album. That was quite good. That was good. No, that was <laughs> not. <laughs> good. Um, that was some hatred. We listened to like Pet Sounds. We listened to. Uh, that was the first one. Yeah, that was the first one. That's a good album. Uh, we listened to like Courtney Barnett. Sometimes I sit and sometimes it like sometimes I sit and think and sometimes I just sit. Gang of Four. Gang of Four. Entertainment. David, David yeah. Bowie. Yeah, we listened to Bowie, Ziggy Stardust, Fontaine's. Fontaine's. First time I heard Fontaine's. So like that kind of, that was cool. Um, listen to some Cure. We listened to oh, two oh. Cure albums. We did. <laughs> that, well, met, that, that not everyone enjoyed. I thought I, they were, I liked, I thought they were good, but <laughs> the, Brit, the, Brit, the, Brit, the British half of the band could not get behind them. Uh, we, we listened to The Smiths, The Queen is Dead. Oh, yeah. That's a great album. Whose idea was that? Was that mine? That was either yours or mine. Okay, great. <laughs> that might it, yeah, subscribe. I think it's mine. Yeah. Max said that was so, a yeah. great idea. It was me, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we tried not to do albums that we all like. Yeah, like, that we were already like. Like all four of us together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, right. about expanding the palette a little bit, or maybe just forcing yeah. your friends to listen to stuff that <laughs> is unpleasant Literally, to them. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time either yeah. way. Yeah, it was kind of like doing that. I think we did one or two remote poker games, online poker games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like when everybody was doing like Zoom happy hours and like yeah, literally. early <laughs> early stages. Um, How weird because the time difference. Like they were five hours ahead and like <laughs> yeah, they were drinking and we were like, well, I guess we got to drink. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Now, yeah. what was it like getting together that first time after being apart for a year and a half to start recording uh, those new singles? 
was it in England? Yeah, yeah it, was in England. it was in England. Basically, we knew like the whole point is that we were going to record songs, and we had a couple options like before we had all really met together. And when we got together, we started playing through them, and we just like chose two of them, which is blindsided and then our song that's going to come out on november 4th reflections on my tv and we had never played them together and we basically spent four days just it playing funny. it was a whole week it was yeah, like yeah. It was long. but like we, <laughs> we spent like a couple days like figuring out which ones we wanted to do yeah like there was like maybe like four options i don't remember what the other two were and we narrowed it down to those two and then we just practiced it for like three or four days just consecutively straight and then we recorded them and then Alex and I went home. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It was into, I was like super sick the entire time we were there as well. Cause like we got off the flight. It was like, I think on a Sunday morning, we yeah. got off the flight on Sunday. <laughs> Harry came and picked us up at Heathrow in London and then drove us to like the town that he grew up in. And we like, I, I think we just like just stayed up all day. We decided to, went to the pub. We're like drinking fish and chips. Yeah, we were drinking six, obviously. Yeah, and then it was like it got to like six p.m. and we were all having a great time. And we we're like, should we just go into the fucking studio and like just start doing it? But I was exhausted. And then it was like we started doing the next couple, like, and then the next the whole week, we were starting at I think at eight or nine in the studio to like rehearse and go through everything. So it was just like three a.m. in the U.S. Um, and so that was brutal. And I was just like, it was, it was tough. I remember <laughs> just being really tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine um, if you're there for like a week, you get jet lagged immediately and then your sleep schedule doesn't exist. Yeah. I think we were there for like nine days or something or like eight days. Yeah. We did so much in that time. Cause we rehearsed for like the first like five days. Yeah. And then we recorded the last like three days. Yeah. And there might have been like a day or two on either end. Yeah. So, like you said, this isn't like the first time that you guys have recorded um, in England. Uh, you recorded the EP. So, tell us a little bit about the EP and that process. And maybe if like there was any difference, what the process was recording and writing an EP to these singles. The EP was. Um... So when me, Alex, and Max started in London, Alex had a few songs that we started running, and then I think we wrote some more. Mm -hmm. And then we narrowed them down to a few after playing some gigs. This is 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like met a producer called Ian um, and worked them out with him, and he helped us choose some. Um, so it wasn't necessarily that we wrote them as an EP originally, they just sort of fell together um, because they're based on what we were, all the lyrics were about what we were doing at the time. Um, and so they, they kind of fell together nicely. Um, we didn't really know what we were doing, though, I don't think, at the time. Yeah. But in whatever, like the parts, yeah. we think about a lot more now. Yeah. Um, but at the time we sort of put in whatever, whatever came. Yeah. Um, and then it took us ages to release. Yeah, and it was like we had recorded four songs at that point in 2019. One of which was anything we did anything falling and before the sunrise, and another song, and then we re and then we 
we did, went back to London at the beginning of 2020 to record some more, um, which was going, we which we re-recorded anything. We did Going It's Easy, we did Preoccupied and The Man. Um, and like another song that never we never put out. But it was like, we then like after we recorded it in 2020, we worked remotely with a producer like through the summer to like sort of like help mix it and everything um, after the fact. And then we brought in some of those songs that we had recorded in 2019 um, and like redid them a little bit and then sort of put it all together. But it was really all based, it was kind of all, it all worked together pretty nicely because there were songs like we were kind of wrote, like I, I wrote a, a lot of them sort of about being in London and sort of like that time and sort of, I don't know, you're leaving home and you're growing up and you're becoming like, you're, you know, no longer just like, you know, a teenager or whatever, but like becoming sort of like, you know, figuring out your place in the world and going out and dating or whatever. Um, and like long distance and missing a home and et cetera. And so, um, and so they kind of all just worked well together, um, which is a cool first project to do. But now we're probably about to record again and yeah. our process is completely different. Yeah. Um, we've got like, way more songs we've been demoing them yeah we go between hating them and liking them <laughs> and so yeah 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 so with this um stuff that you're considering recording now uh in terms of like writing process what is different because like obviously you're recording like a little bit differently you're demoing you have like a better idea of how to go about that uh, has anything changed uh, with the the writing process for the the new stuff that you're doing? For sure. Um, I mean, just the <laughs> just the ability. I, I know that's funny, but like for, <laughs> just the ability to like <coughs> like in the past when we like first really started, it was um, it was more on like. I want to say like singer songwriter and then it transitioned into being like full band, which like is really good. And I think we did a good job of adapting that, but then like I'm the bass player it's drums and bass. You like to, to get that before you really write the song, so to speak is like a different experience. Um, so like we have a couple songs now um, that we play live that aren't, aren't, like polished or recorded yet that really started with with like the rhythm section and that's a hard thing to do in like that remote environment um and you all kind of have to be like in the room to get the feeling right um as opposed to like these are the chords and then we like retro retrofit it into how we want it to be yeah um that's probably the biggest difference <laughs> and and us just to be like we have so many ideas. You can just be like, that one was shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think that's pretty spot on. It's like, we kind of come and write songs on acoustic guitars. And like, I, I feel like there were so many times where I would bring a song. It was like, I wrote on acoustic guitar and then like, I would be like, I don't really know how this translates, but like, I know like the feeling of it and like try and like explain it, but like have no idea. But now it's like writing songs in the room is, or starting them in the room has been really cool because like Matt and Max will like play something on like bass and drums and I'll like come up with like a vocal melody that's like based on like the rhythm of like what they're doing that I wouldn't have otherwise just come up with just like strumming acoustic guitar. Right. And so it's like, it's really cool. Cause like, I feel like we're coming up with a lot more ideas that way and it's a little bit more interesting. 
So, yeah. It's hard, though. Sometimes we stand, we're in our rehearsal room now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stand him three hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we definitely do still write. Yeah, um, for it's sure. Definitely still both. both. It's yeah. definitely both. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, we'd be stood here a lot of the time. But... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about the single that you guys have coming out on uh, November 4th, Reflections on My TV. Tell us a little bit about that writing process and um, why you decided that song um, be your next single. Um, we wrote it when, uh, in we England. Wrote, we wrote it. it the same day as Blindsided. Yeah, so yeah. we wrote it the same day as the other one. I think it was... Alex, Harry, and I sat at his mum's kitchen table. Um, and what did we have first? Did we have chords first or lyrics first? Lyrics first. We had lyrics first. Definitely lyrics. Metaphor about, I think, taking a place inside a frame. No, I think it was the, I think, was that first? Yeah. It was the chorus first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was sort of a preemptive um, anticipation of me going to America, losing people, being worried about sort of like leaving people behind. Uh, that's where it started and then sort of you know you come up with an idea initially and then as the song goes on it sort of gets changed around a bit yeah um yeah that was the sort of general feel to it but we wrote it literally with an acoustic guitar drumsticks on my playing it on my knees and then alex just singing over the top at a kitchen table so it wasn't like any sort of like grand studio thing yeah just came out it um, was it was like kind of this image that we were basing it off of what Max was saying was like the idea of like you're sitting like I don't know I guess like at a couch and like your television is off and like you can see the reflections of things that you're next to in the background <laughs> it's like the reflection of like a photo of somebody that's just like on the television when it's off um that was like kind of like the central image of the song so we wrote on acoustic guitars but then we in August last year, July, July last year, and then yeah, we yeah. did it again in October and yeah, yeah. changed it with Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And like changed the, the bass part. The bass part is pretty pronounced in, in the, the verse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you guys um, considered um, bringing a table with you to shows and playing it acoustically, <laughs> like drums on knees, just sitting <laughs> at a table? Yeah, we need like the live, love, laugh thing in one time. Jack cooking all that shit and the dog post. Yeah. I've always thought about playing songs acoustic live, uh, but it really relies on people knowing them. Yeah, like yeah. they really need to be like a sing along, like you're already <laughs> popular. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day. Yeah. Talking a little bit about the inspiration uh, for some of your songs, like reflect, uh, Reflections on My TV. Are there any um, maybe broader uh, themes that you guys find yourself looking at in terms of inspiration when you're writing music? I think it's tough. I mean, I think we're at an age where like relationships are such a focus of your life. And so I think that like, that's, all, that's definitely been a massive focus. And I think a lot of our songs to date um, I mean, Song 55 was an exception to that. I mean, that was kind of more about, like, not necessarily wanting to be older and get, you know, a day job that people always tell you that you have to end up doing in your life. Um, and, but I think, like, we've been writing about some other things kind of as well. But, I mean, I feel like mostly we write about the things we know and, you know, being early early 20s, you know, relationships are kind of 
what that is. Right. And how about um, maybe on the more musical side, what inspires you guys? Like, what do you listen to primarily that kind of gets you inspired to make your own music? Um, I know we talked a lot about albums in the past. I, I kind of um, idolize bands that have really good like album discography. Um, so like me personally, I get super inspired when I listen to The Strokes, just like living in New York City. I think that's like a good basis off of, but also like The Smiths, you know, um, in terms of like a, a sonic sound or like, you know, New Order. I think I've been recently been like finding inspiration in sort of genres that aren't the one that we do. I found that like I've gotten kind of tired <laughs> just listening to indie rock all the time because I've actually been I've listened that was like just sort of one of the things I listened to as much all the time growing up and like I, I love it and I love the energy of it but like I haven't been listening to that as much. I've been listening to like like there was two weeks ago where I was I mean <laughs> Not to bring up Frank Sinatra, but I was listening to a ton of Frank Sinatra. That was a cheap house. Uh, but like, and I've been listening to like a lot of French music um, and just like. Too much French <laughs> uh, Just like, just trying to like, just hear different things and just sort of like get out of just like the classic rut of it. Um, I mean, for older songs, like, you know, Frank Sinatra or. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's interesting to like read, like listen to those lyrics and like, it's just sort of a different kind of vibe. Um, and so that's been cool. They just go through the same shit, honestly. Yeah. When I was younger and still now, I listen to a lot of heavier music, um, like Metallica, Black Sabbath, um, Motorhead. <laughs> um, Motorhead. And as much as they don't apply to our genre, um, I've used or like taking inspiration from bass lines and riffs from those genres and then made them more, I guess, major or less heavy, basically. Taking inspiration from that style of riff. And I think that definitely influenced me a lot when I was writing. Um, with Alex for a song called Going Gets Easy, which is an R.E.P., it was heavily inspired by a metallic play guitar, even though... We played, we played it so fast back then. Yeah, might <laughs> have been apparent to Alex at the time when we been in recording now and broke by the riff in that song um, definitely inspired by heavy music uh, kind of, right. oh I think for me at the moment I like a lot of Idols and Fontaine's DC um, I think they're really sort of smart about their lyrics and they get like a lot of mileage out of saying you know not necessarily complicated things but they have like a big impact um, I'm a big fan of the Stone Roses um, particularly some of the drumming on those albums because um, it's really rhythmic, really danceable. Um, and that's something I'm looking to sort of translate more into our music. Um, but yeah, a lot of that old sort of Britpop, 90s stuff I really like. What's the poetry for lyrics? Yeah, I've started reading, reading poems since I got here. Still getting up to speed. Was never a big reader. But now I'm trying it. So that's going all right. Trying it? Are you liking it? A few. I like a few. Like your Adam Poe popped up the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read a bit of that. I'm, I'm a huge fan of John Cooper Clark. Um, and I was meant to be going to see him tomorrow, but he cancelled the show in New York. And oh no. But 
he'll be back. But yeah, I, lo I love him. A lot of his inspiration, like he inspired Arctic Monkeys and he's inspired so many other people that he's worth a read. So we touched a little bit on Reflections on My TV. Uh, is there anything else that we can expect from you guys? You said that you were expecting to be recording soon. Uh, anything in particular that we could look forward to or that you guys are working on? Um, I think we're, I mean, we're just about to get into the studio and so start recording some songs. I think hopefully we can have some of these out at the beginning of the 2023. Um, you know, we're not really doing any more shows the rest of this year, I don't think, but I think maybe. maybe. Yeah. But not, we're not ready to say it. Not sure. But next year, definitely going to be doing, uh, definitely going to be back touring and being back playing shows. Um, you know, one of the really fun things this summer in the last couple of months of playing shows was just playing new songs on the road and sort of seeing how they, how people responded to those and deciding if we liked actually playing the night or not. Um, and so it'll be really fun to have new songs out that people can listen to and then know the music before they come to a show and sort of and really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We released two songs this year, so hopefully we're gonna time to that by 10. Yeah, we're gonna hopefully do a lot more. <laughs> be fine. Yeah, release more music next year. So, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, we are for sure looking forward to uh, some more music for you guys. Definitely excited for that. Glad to hear you're getting back into the uh, um, recording booth. Um, Sydney, any other questions for the Backfires? So where can we find and follow you guys online and listen to all of your music? We're at the Backfires on all socials, except for TikTok. We're at the Backfires official on TikTok. <laughs> uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music all the major streaming, Amazon Music, YouTube. We have a couple of music videos on YouTube. Um, yeah, pretty much, pretty much everywhere. The backfires on TikTok. A car I, company? Or car no, no, it's not a car company. It's just some random user. We could probably get it from them. Though. I don't know. They have like, they have like, 200, they have like 200 followers or not even, maybe like four followers and they like haven't posted ever. Ever? Yeah. You could trade them. They can get the backfires yeah. official. Yeah. You can get Yeah. So it was ages ago. It was like whenever we first made the TikTok, it was like the, the back price wasn't available. That was, we first made that account in like 2020. So we've only really just got into it now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Had a lot of success today <laughs> with, with TikTok. So once again, guys, uh, thank you so much for coming on tonight. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank Thanks you so much. Thank you for having us. Have a good night. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Little Known Tracks. If you or a loved one want to be featured on an episode of Little Known Tracks, you can send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LKTPod for all of our updates and occasionally giveaways and such. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>